This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Welcome to a special episode of Kimi and the Bird, Book Nerds in Session. I'm Taylor. I'm Kami. And in this episode, we're going to be chatting about what books we'd recommend from our 2022 reads, both on the podcast and not, what books we're excited to read this year, what we think will be some bookish trends for 2023, and our New Year's resolutions. Oh, that'll be great. And now, on to the show. Alright, so Kami. Well, well, first off, okay. it's really nice having you back. Oh, thank you. Because <laughs> when it was just the bird editions, I was like, Kami's the head of the operation. I'm not. I'm not. You are. I'm not. Though when I was just like in my room, just like recording these, I was like, this feels really lonely. <laughs> like I'd literally look at your chair and I'd be like, where are you? And I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was just like, I was looking at, here's the thing. My blinds were always closed for some reason whenever I did this. It's also a little dark. And so I was like, I'm lonely in a dark place. You're like, um, hello, darkness, my old friend. Yeah. I listen to a lot of Sound of Silence. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but now that you're back, mm-hmm. we're back together, Kimi mm-hmm. and the bird. Mm-hmm. What are some books from 2022 that you would recommend to any reader? Ooh. You know, <laughs> most of the, okay, all of these are not going to be ones that we've done on the podcast. It's mysterious. Yes. Um, mostly because new YA books have disappointed me this year. Quite a bit, actually. There is one series this year that I um, finally got to after years of it being on my TBR. Um, and I would actually highly recommend it. It's An Ember in the Ashes. Mm. Um, I loved it. I actually started reading it. Um, I feel I, like August, September. Something. Somewhere around there. And I was just like, I was hooked, man. Like, from, like, the very first pages, it's a very fast pace. Like... The world building is done. It's like it's the world building is shown to you. Like you're not just told the things like you get completely enveloped in the world. And honestly, like, while I love romance and stories, the romance is probably my least favorite part about it. Not that I don't love it. It's still a great part. But it's just like the intricacies of the story and the characters and everything was just so good. And I, I loved it. I'm I'm on the fourth one right now. Are you scared for it to end? A little bit. Yeah, that's why I don't finish series. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you still haven't finished A Court of Wings and Ruin. You got nope. it like three years ago. I still remember what page number I'm on. I'm on 201, <laughs> but I still haven't finished it. I don't like it when things end. <laughs> um, The second one that I would recommend is... oh, Actually, which, well, how about we go back and forth? Back and forth. So one of the books that we did review on the podcast this Ooh. year, I think it was back in March, a uh, follower recommended it, but we've also read it before, you and I. You suggested it to me. 
Oh, okay. 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 I'm building up the suspense. Okay. Okay. I was like, what? (laughs) Uh, I would always recommend in life on my deathbed Mm -hmm. in the afterlife. Yeah. Heartless by Marissa Meyer. Always. Because it is wondrous. It is dreamy. It is whimsical. And it is heartbreaking. Hence the name. Yes. But it's also clever and funny and just full of charm. And you really get to experience the full realm of human emotion in that book. And I love Jest. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you, if you've been listening to us for a while, I don't know if you know that we love Jess. It's not like we talk about him all the time. It's a point we make quite often. It needs to be made. And if you read the book, you'll find out why. Yeah. And then you'll join us. Yeah. And you'll, you'll understand. make the point too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what's your second book? I was thinking about it, and I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Honestly, it's kind of hard to think about all the books that I've read this year. It is kind of tricky. I kind of have to look back. Um, Okay, you know what? I'll go this route. There is a book that has been so hyped up for, like, the past two years. Okay, and I finally got around to reading it just because I kept seeing it so freaking often. And it's it ends with us by Colleen Hoover. Like I had seen this book so many times, just like on book talk, just like coming through the library, etc. And so I was like, finally, I was just kind of like, fine, fine, fine. We'll see what the hype is about. And you know, I was really expecting the book to just be kind of like those um, slightly ridiculous, very steamy contemporary romances. Um, but, like, this one I thought might just have, like, a little, like, edgy twist. <laughs> but I didn't think it would be that different. Um, and then I read it. And then I was like, okay. I kind of get it. I'd almost, like, I'd almost be hard-pressed to call the book a romance. I'd mostly, like, call it kind of more in, like, a drama, almost. Um, I won't say a ton because I don't want to spoil anything. But I was very surprised by the book. I really was. Like, the way, like, the issues of the story are very, you can tell they're very prevalent to the author. And the way it ended, I it just, it was very cute, but it was also very real. And it, like I said, I was very surprised. It was not what I was expecting. So, yeah, I would recommend that one. Did it live up to the hype? I think it is slightly, very slightly overhyped but i do understand the hype for my second recommendation mm-hmm. i'm going to cheat a little bit Ooh, and i'm going to name two so four in total yes okay because that's who i am <laughs> <laughs> the reason why i'm going to put both of these why i'm saying both of these is because both of these books surprised me in a different way we also reviewed both on the podcast Oh, so you're going to do, like, the podcast, and I'm going to do the ones that are not. <laughs> Actually, my third my third slash fourth pick is not on the podcast. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> oh, I think I know what it is. Okay. I'm kind of, what do you think? I'm going to write it on my phone. <laughs> and if I'm right, then you're I'm psychic. psychic. <laughs> so my second slash third pick would be, and I'm going to do them chronologically. So Only a Monster by Vanessa Lynn. Really took me by surprise because 
it was very fast paced, but also very understandable. And that's very important given that it deals with time travel. And I felt like the characters were new and different and just the story felt really fresh to me. And it, it was kind of one of our earlier reads in the year two. And so it kind of gave me like that reinvigorating sense of like, yes, back into reading for 2022. And then my third book is going to be, this is actually the book where Kami, ha- Kami and I had the most difference in our ratings. But the third book I'm going to say is Kiss of Deception. Mm. Because not only is the plot twist insane, but I also really got excited about that one too. Like that one I stayed up super late to read, instantly got the sequel and the third book the next day. Fell in love with it, but I haven't finished the third book because I don't like it when things end. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, that series really made my heart pound in a way that it hasn't for a really long time. Oh, that's a good reason. Well, what about your number two? Wait, no, your number number three. three. I can count. (laughs) I I have to think of all the books I've read this year. It's tough. I've read quite a few. You you have read a lot, especially in the last, like, four months. (laughs) Yeah. That's what I was thinking. It was like, what books did I read before August? <laughs> um, you know what? Okay, I'll do one of one one of the ones we did on the podcast. Um, for my third one, I'm gonna go ahead and say, "The Love Hypothesis" um, by Ali Hazelwood. Um, it is a roman a contemporary romance. It kind of deals in you know STEM and everything. Um, I did like that one. I thought like the the tension built between the characters was built very well. It was done at a a good pace, and it does have a steamy scene. It is a contemporary romance, but I liked that it was kind of like the accumulation of their feelings all in one. I was like, that's the way to do it. Yeah. Okay, that's mm-hmm. the way to do it. Like it was paced well. Like there was, you know, there was conflict, and like you liked you liked the guy and the girl. Like you liked both characters. And while everyone says it's a Raylo fanfic, that did take me off guard when I heard that. I refuse to believe it. <laughs> Adam Driver is not him. I don't care if the guy's name is actually Adam. He's my Korean actor and you cannot change my mind. Yeah, when KB was reading The Love Hypothesis, she kept picturing Adam as a very specific person. Yes. And everyone kept DM- DMing us what was the name of the actor. <laughs> I showed it to one of my coworkers who had read The Life Hypothesis, and I was like, no, Adam Driver, no. Um, and then I showed her the picture of the Korean actor, and she was like, oh my gosh, yes. And I was like, thank you. I am validated. <laughs> <laughs> I am a casting director. I'd be so good at that, low-key. I would love to be a casting director, but I'd also, I, I couldn't tell people that they didn't get the part. And be like, <laughs> oh, I would relish in it. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't cry in front of me, though. <laughs> <laughs> What about your last one, Tay? Well, so what did you write down on your phone? I'm curious. No, you say it first. Okay. (laughs) My third slash fourth, technically fourth one, Mm -hmm. recommendation would be The Kinder Poison by Natalie May. That was not the one I was expecting. Ooh, what did you expect? I was expecting you to do Gilded or Cursed. Oh, no, wait. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I don't like it when I do this to myself. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to have five. (laughs) So I'll do it in the order that I read them in. 
uh, Kind of Poisoned by Natalie May was a really fun, adventurous, uh, desert-themed, um, desert betrayal-like, super cunning, political intrigue, race to the death. Where one girl is unknowingly marked as a sacrifice to two warring princes who are also brothers. I read the first... Well, actually, I bought the sequel thinking it was the first book. Realized my error, so I bought the first book. And thank goodness I did that. Because after I read the first book, I was like, I need the second book right now! <laughs> so I read the second book instantly. And I am very patiently, and by patiently, I mean impatiently, awaiting the third book, The Sweetest Betrayal, that comes out this year in 2023. Are you actually going to finish it, though? I don't know, Kimmy. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how to finish books. This might be like a telltale sign of like an emotional... Trauma? Yeah. Or Maybe. issue? I don't know. I'm kind of scared. I don't want to confront it. So I don't know if I'll finish it, but I'll definitely start it. Okay. <laughs> and then Cursed came out this year. Cursed is by Marissa Meyer. It is the sequel to Gilded. And I also... No, I read Gilded last year. It's hard to know the timeline. It is hard to know. The last three years, I don't even know where I am in existence. Right. But Cursed was... Just kind of the perfect setting for me. You know, haunted castles, uh, mythology, but a very unique mythology where the gods are complex and kind of duplicitous, like you can't really trust them. And there's storytelling and there's romance and there's adventure, but also kind of having to play both sides. The main character, Sorelda, is a liar. And so she has to kind of upkeep her lies but then unwittingly also tells the truth in doing so. So it's kind of like the perfect combination of magic and mystery, and it was super fun to read. I think it, it came out early November, November 8th, I believe, and I got it that day, and I finished it that day. So it's just really fun to read. Definitely recommend. Uh, also, don't come to me for recommendations, or I'll give you 20. <laughs> That's what this episode is proving. Yeah, I think I'm a bit more picky with my recommendations. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now we have, we're looking to the future. Three books that we're excited to read this year. With our psychic eye. With my third, maybe fourth eye. After a bit of research, we have our 2023 reads that we are looking forward to. Yes. Kimmy has two and I have four. <laughs> <laughs> if that doesn't explain who we are as people... Since we're supposed to have three, I don't know what does. All right, so what are your two? Um, the first one I'm excited for is the sequel to Only Monster, which is Never a Hero. I don't know when it comes out. It comes out sometime next year. Um, but I think that was one of the only books that has a sequel that we've done on the podcast that I'm where I'm actually gonna read the sequel. Mm -hmm. Like I did enjoy it. Like you said, like it was it was fresh. We loved Nick. Nick! 
Like, he was kind of hot, low-key. Hot! Not even low. Hi! Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I'm interested in to, to see, like, where the story kind of goes from there. So that is one I will definitely be reading once it comes out. And we have to see if our sequel predictions come true. I completely forgot what those were. I'm going to have to go back to that episode. <laughs> um, uh, the second one I'm excited for is The Stolen Air by Holly Black. Um, I've just recently <laughs> um, read The Cruel Prince. We, like, recently means like within the now. last two weeks. <laughs> like I know it. I know it came out and it's like been like super hyped ever since it came out. I'm just really late to the game, <laughs> and so I haven't been reading it since um, until now. Um, I'm uh, currently waiting for the third one, Queen of Nothing, the Queen of Nothing. So once I get that read, I'll go. I'm excited to read the Stolen Air. Ooh, so. Your two were on my list as well. Ooh. Sad Never Hero, Stolen Air. And then my two other ones are, I mentioned one before, The Sweetest Betrayal, which is the third book to the Kinder Poison trilogy. The third and last book, I believe. And then the fourth book that I'm intrigued about is called Lying in the Deep. And it's kind of like an oceanic ship voyage murder mystery. And I might be a little bit more intrigued about this more recently because I watched 1899 on Netflix and it was, it was, I was was intrigued. It was mysterious. Mm. It had kind of the atmosphere that I like and it was a very, it was mind boggling. So I'm taking those vibes into Lying in the Deep with me for 2023. Well, we'll let you guys know what we think. If it was smooth sailing or if we sunk. Now on to the next section. What do we think will be 2023 and on, we'll say and on, book trends? I have two theories. Oh. One, I believe witches are still going to be a thing. Witches be popular. Witches are very, very popular. Um, Siblings are also a very popular trend nowadays in YA. Like I have not picked up a new YA book. Without reading something about a sibling. Like, it's like all of their trauma comes from a sibling. Like, part of me is like, what happened to the trauma of, like, being an orphan? <laughs> We've moved on, Kami. <laughs> um, another one I think, I think a bunch of, I mean, this has already kind of been a trend, but I think in 2023, we're going to see a lot more um, fantasy YA books delving into Asian mythology. Mm. And I think that is just because... Not just because. I think that did kind of, like, come up a bit more because of, you know, current events. But I can definitely see that happening. I have seen that um, kind of kind of come in this last half of this year. Mm. A lot more YA books with, like, Asian mythology as the base. Those are good predictions. Thank you. My predictions are... Okay, the first one, my first prediction is that we're going to be slowly getting more Anastasia retellings. Ooh. Because online, I feel like there's kind of been like a building. Of the Lost Princess. <laughs> yeah, like the, the Lost Princess. I've seen the audio used a lot. Like I've seen book trends kind of reimagining Anastasia. Mm. So I think we'll kind of slowly see a rebirth of that. Because that's kind of one of the um, stories 
that we kind of haven't had a l- retellings of recently. Recently, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think the second trend will be that after Wednesday, having been released for uh, like a month now, that we're going to get a lot more dark academia mm-hmm. murder mysteries. I think we're going to see a lot of book pitches that are like Wednesday meets this or my character is like Wednesday and this character, like kind of those uh, meshes. And then my third prediction. I have it written down. I have another one. Ooh, what's your other one? I think contemporary romances are going to move away from the enemies to lovers trope and go to the um, childhood best friends to lovers trope. Ooh, I could totally see that. And I could see fake dating kind of slowly go out since that's yeah. been very trendy lately yes. and kind of transition into something new. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe like friends to lovers and reluctant allies or mm-hmm. like something like that. Yeah. A different combo. Grumpy Sunshine's always going to be there, but like the other tropes are going to be slightly different. Oh, and then my other prediction. And this is in light of Kingdom of the Wicked. The fact that that trilogy finished, but then Carrie Maniscalco announced a new book. I think we're going to see a reemergence of the Seven Deadly Sins and mm. the Four Horsemen. Like, kind of that dark, potentially sexy, sinful. Most definitely gonna be sexy. <laughs> kind of sinful resurgence. See, I don't have an issue with that because, in, well,. I don't want to have an issue with that because while I did not love Kingdom of the Wicked, I do really love animes that um, encapsulate kind of that ideology. And I've seen maybe like two or three that do. Yeah. And so it is a very interesting thing storytelling wise. And so I, I def- like if you give me like a good book with a good story with that in it, I'm all for it. Jamie, there was one Wattpad book that I read years ago that had the seven deadly sins in it, and it was so good. I still remember what it was called. It was called Bereft. And Fancy. <laughs> and I read it, and it was such a slow build romance, and like all the sins were so different and complex, but also I like that they weren't so quick to forget their sins. Aww. Like at their base, they still were, the love interest was pride. And so kind of an interesting twist. I was like, oh. So maybe I think in light of kind of of the success of Kingdom of the Wicked, its popularity, that we'll see more of that too. Now are you ready for New Year's resolutions? Yeah, I actually have one. Oh my goodness, what's your resolution? Okay, my resolution for 2023. I just said it. This is the exact episode. <laughs> I just realized I wanted to do this. I want to go back um, and list every single book that I read just to see, like, like every single one. Like, even from childhood. I'm going to list every single one out and see how many books I've read, just, okay. like, in its entirety. I'm so curious about what the number will be. Yeah. It's going to be hard to, like, think about them, though. Yeah. I'm going to have to really, like, search them up and be like, have I read this? <laughs> it's a good thing I work with books. <laughs> Are you going to be counting, like, picture books, children's books? No, I will. They do have to go. At, I will say it has to be a chapter book. Mm. I will only be doing chapter books. Oh, I'm so interested. I'm so curious. I am I am going to do Magic Treehouse. That does count. I really loved that series I as a kid. I loved it. Yeah. 
That one and Junie B. Jones were my jam. I actually never read Junie B. Jones. I related to her so much um, in terms of personality, not in terms of action. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> because she was a troublemaker, I was a goody two-shoes. <laughs> Uh, my bookish 2023 resolution will be to try out more contemporaries. Oh. Because I think contemporaries are kind of the genre I read the least. And it's not because I don't like them, but it's because I don't, I, I'm too much in the world with them. I don't like that I can kind of recognize like iPhones and traffic and stoplights. Why is that all car related? Skyscrapers <laughs> and <isn't>. internet. <laughs> and, and so I would like to try a few more contemporaries and kind of just give the genre a better try. Yeah, if I think about it, you did like Eleanor and Park, but that wasn't set in our time. <laughs> I have a really hard time kind of getting away from the world when I'm in the world. Yeah. In a book. Yeah. I see that. Yeah. So maybe this year with this resolution, that will be absolved. Thank you all so much for joining us in today's end of 2022 episode. We hope that you all join us for 2023. If you enjoyed our content, don't be afraid to subscribe to the series and follow us on social media. On both Twitter and Instagram, we go by the handle at Kiwi and the Bird. And remember, like a library, at Kiwi the Bird, shh happens.